my thoughts, my opinion. Sports Podcast. Yo, what it is. Welcome back to another episode of MTMO Sports Podcast, Dugs. Yo, this is going to be a dope and interesting episode, you feel me, yo? Because I got a lot to talk about to get off my chest, man. Before I get there, as always, yo, y'all got to remember that this podcast is sponsored by Reinvent Yourself Fitness, man. If you're looking for that dope personal trainer, man, that can help you get right, get you tight, or if you just need that extra motivation, that person to get you over that hump, man, check out my bro, man. I guarantee you he's the perfect personal trainer for you. You feel me? So if you're trying to get in contact with him so he can help you out, he can mail, help you with the mail preps or anything of that nature. Make sure you hit his Instagram up, man. Hit him in the DMs and say, yo, help me out, Doug, <laughs> and let him know that your boy Dad sent you. You feel me? And he referred you. You know what I mean? Oh, man, like I said, this show is going to be very, very, <laughs> very, very entertaining. You feel me? But before I get there, man. I would like to give some shout outs, man. Uh, the first shout out is to shout out to my wife, man. I would like to wish us a happy seventh year wedding anniversary. We celebrated it yesterday, man. Woo, seven years, you know what I mean? We've been together for a nice little minute, 15 years in total, you know what I mean? So shout out to you, booby, sticking with the kid, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I like to get out some birthday shout outs, you feel me, man? First, I like to give a birthday shout out to my girl, Tracy, aka Funk. Happy belated birthday to you, man. Uh, I like to give a happy belated birthday to my bro, Everett, who is the personal trainer I just uh, who is sponsoring my podcast. Happy belated birthday to you, man. Can't wait to uh, see you and my man Amari go out there and play on his first JV uh, high school game, man. It's going to be dope tomorrow. I'll be most definitely will be out there in the morning to help support. And i like to give an early birthday shout out to my bro, Kurt, man. Happy early birthday, Doug. You already know we're going to hook up tomorrow sometime and link up, do what we do. You feel me? So, yo, happy birthday to everybody that I just gave uh, birthday wishes to. And everybody that's out there that's listening and your birthday might have passed or came up. Happy birthday to you. You feel me? I hope y'all celebrated right. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Enjoy that next chapter in your life, you feel me? Because like I said, that next chapter could be your best chapter, you feel me? But, you know what I mean? Let's get this show started, you know? I got my sound effects back, you feel me? Let's go. <laughs> Woo! I can't wait. But, yo, this episode is most definitely going to be talking about Noah Lyles. If you don't know who Noah Lyles is, boy, sit back, get your drinks, get your popcorns, get everything. <laughs> get settled. Because like I said, I'm about to... Really, get y'all who this guy is, you feel me? I'm going to be talking about that Jonathan Taylor situation. Indianapolis coach football season is right around the corner. And why is on my mind since football is around the season? To everybody that's a Steelers fan, including you, Bryson, phone, Lord Kenny, F, them Steelers. I'm saying loud for the people in the back. F, your Steelers. Because the Ravens is here. The season is here. The season will be kicking off. And I cannot wait. Woo. So, as I always said, F them Steelers. Man, you know, if you're not part of the, the Flock Nation and anything in that nature, man, F you too. 
<laughs> but nah, we're gonna be, and I'm also gonna be talking like I said, gonna be talking about the Jonathan Taylor situation, man. And things ain't really getting situated over there, you feel me? And so I'm gonna be breaking down the NFC, give out my predictions, and who will win their division, you feel me? And I'm pretty sure some special people is waiting for a special division for me to talk about. So I'm going to go ahead and let you know now that's going to be the last division I talk about. So I'm going to make you wait. <laughs> but anywho, you know what I mean? Let's get this show started. All right, yo. If you don't know who Noah Lyles is, man, Noah Lyles. Noah Lyles. He is. Olympic and American professional track and field sprinter competing in the 100 meters and 200 meters. He is the two, 2020 Tokyo Olympic 200 meter bronze medalist and a six time world champion, having won 200 meters and the 200, I mean, in 2009 and the 2000, 2022 world champions and the 100 meter and the 200 meter. And the four by one hundred meters, and the at the two thousand and twenty three world champions, becoming the first man since Usain Bolt in the twenty fifteen to compete and sprint terrible. I mean, yeah, trouble as well as the getting gold in the four by one one hundred and the two thousand nineteen world champions at the twenty twenty two championship. Laos also. Um, earned a gold and silver medal for the 200 meter and a four by 100 relay, respectively. He holds personal best in the 9.8.3 seconds and the 100 meters, and he 19.30 oh, 19.31 seconds for the 200 meters. That's who this guy is. You know what I mean? Sorry for the little bit of fumbling. You know what I mean? Somebody. No, I took bad notes. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's who Noah Lyles is. But, you know what I mean? A lot of people won't even realize that's who this guy is. Because the simple fact, after he just won his last event, man, we thought we was going to be celebrating Noah Lyles by saying, good job, my guy. You doing a perfect job. You doing a great job. I can't believe you wanted you up there with in the same conversation with Usain Bolt. You know what I mean? That got to be a dope feeling to be up there in the car in the same conversation with one of the greatest sprinters of all time. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's gonna be uh takes a long time for somebody to even catch up or even come close to you, same boat. You feel me? But he's mentioning the same conversation with this guy. You know what I mean? I thought that was gonna be the end of it. Till he opened up his mouth and thought he was talking smart. And one of the quotes. He said was, what hurts me the most is I have to watch the NBA finals and they have world champions on their heads. Oh, my God. What hurts me the most? I just don't get it, man. I don't truly understand when what hurts me the most is that the NBA calling themselves champions, not what's going on in the track and field, not what's going on in the world, not what's going on with the less fortunate. 
not what's going on with the pollution, anything in that nature. What bothers him the most that the NBA players in the NBA finals calls themselves world champions. I cannot, I, I just don't understand it. But let me tell you why that NBA would like to call themselves world champions. You know what I mean? Just, just sit back, sit tight. I got a little notes to tell you real quick. You feel me? Nikola Jokic. It's not from the U.S., right? You know what I mean? Not from the U.S. Joel Embiid. It's not from the U.S., right? Okay. Giannis Antetokounmpo. It's not from the U.S., right? No. Okay. Keep going. Luca Dantage. Not a U.S. born. No. Let's keep going. SGA. No, even though he did play college in the U.S., but no, he he don't even represent the U.S. You know, keep going. Louis Marketing. No, 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 no. Pascal Siakam. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, Porzingis. No, 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 no. Bobo. No, 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 no. You know what those guys had all in common? Not born in the U.S., you know what I mean? But, hold on, you know, LeBron James, Stephen Curry, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, Anthony Davis. You know, you know what I mean? The Chris Paul, Clay Thompson. You know what those guys have all in common? U.S. born. You feel me? U.S. born. And you know what else? Why? <clears throat> you know why I keep going down this road? The NBA, the NBA is the biggest, the biggest basketball stage in the world. Let me say that for the people in the back, just in case it no allows us in the back there. The NBA is the biggest basketball stage of the world. The world comes to the NBA. It comes to the United States, wants to compete against the best of the best. <laughs> the very, very best. Just like men in black, right? You feel me? They come. They all come. They all come to the league. You know what I mean? Nikola Jokic is a two-time MVP and a champ and a finals MVP. Giannis. I mean, yeah, Giannis. Champ. Finals MVP. League MVP. Joel Embiid. League MVP. Um, LeBron James. League MVP. Kevin Durant. League MVP. You know what I mean? That's 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 what the that's what it is. The mixture of the whole world is coming to the NBA, playing on this one big platform stage because there's a lot of it's it's a lot of stages when it comes to basketball going across this country. You know what I mean? It's a lot of it's a lot of countries that play basketball all year round. Why do you think Victor Wimby came to the U.S. to play on the biggest stage of all? You know what I mean? And then you got the nerve to say, oh, what they chat me the United States? <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. I got something for you real quick. No. No. It's all coming together. It's getting there. The Toronto Raptors is not a U.S. team. They are in Canada. 
they part of North America, you know what I mean? But they're not part of the United States. So for you to sit here to say that they are playing for a U.S. championship, nah, dog, that's not what it is. <laughs> that's not what it is. The world comes to the NBA. Everybody from all parts of the world comes to the NBA to say, hey, I want to join your league. I want to be part of this organization. This is the biggest organization. This is the biggest this is the biggest home of basketball. You know what I mean? And then not to mention, not to mention, Toronto Raptors just won a championship, what, three to four years ago. So don't they got the right to be called world champs? So come on, my guy. Yo. You, you know what I mean? You, you wanted to sound smart. I get it. You know what I mean? You wanted your 15 minutes of fame. But now your 15 minutes of fame is going the wrong way. Maybe you this is your way of trying to get some NBA Finals endorsements to them to sponsor you, to have you come to the games and say, oh, yeah, the interview. I get it. You know what I mean? You're, trying to, you, you're probably trying to big up your brand. But honestly, that was the wrong way to try to big up your brand, in my opinion. Because it sounds like you're talking from the other end of your body, my guy. Talking out your ass. You know what I mean? So I, I really just think that you got to sit back, sit tight. Really reevaluate what you're saying because, like I said, everybody parts of the world comes to the NBA and wants to be be a part of the NBA because it's the biggest stage of all. You know what I mean? So that's the that's the reason why that they call world champs and they deserve to be called world champs because even since you want to take it there, yo, even the United States right now is the is the number one country when it comes to world sports. You know what I mean when it comes to basketball. And don't get me wrong, the rest of the world is catching up to the U.S. But right now, yo, as the way the way that with the FIBA world is going right now, U.S. is dominant right now. Shout out to Austin Reeves, Michael Bridges, Pablo Bonchero, and the rest of the crew that's out there. You know what I mean? So they they compete, they win gold medals just like you. So you you what you going to say that they not world champions either? So I really just think that you should next time think before you talk. Because that was not your brightest point, my guy. You know what I mean? Because I thought that we would we would be celebrating you after winning your uh your events. Like I said, we should be celebrating you. Like I said, in the conversation with in the same conversation with you, same ball. We shouldn't be having this conversation talking about why the NBA called themselves world champs. They got the right to call themselves world champs. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just think that you gotta. Next time, think before you talk. You feel me? Really, <laughs> think before you talk. As I before I move on, man, I got a comment. Yo, what it is, OG man? You already know, man. Appreciate you for tuning in, man. I'm hoping you enjoying the show as we go along. You feel me? So sit back, sit tight. All right, man. Let's get to the next segment. You feel me? Get to the next segment. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, as y'all know, he's a running back for the Annapolis Colts, man. Arguably in the top 10 of running backs right now. He was trying to get a deal done with the Indianapolis Colts throughout the summer. And things didn't go his favor. And when things didn't go his favor, you know, it was bad reports coming out from the Colts saying that Jonathan Taylor was injured. Then Jonathan Taylor came out on, on Twitter and was saying, no, I'm not injured. I don't know where these reports is coming from. Then it got to the point that the owner of the Indianapolis Colts chimed in. 
and pretty much was saying that even if him or Jonathan Taylor was to die today, that the NFL will keep me going. Was pretty much saying that he, he's not important. He's not relevant. You know what I mean? Got to the point that now Jonathan Taylor said, yo, I want out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I would like to get a trade. If you can't get this deal done, I would like to request a trade. And then the Indianapolis coach was like, you know, the way that the running back's value is, my guy, go ahead. Request the trade. Seek was out there. You know what I mean? Try to find a new home. And in my opinion, I think the Indianapolis Colts is dumb. It's crazy. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand that this is not the NBA. The players don't really run the league. We already know that the owners run the league. You know what I mean? And, and that's the, I believe that's the reason why the, the running back value is decreasing as we speak. You know what I mean? So once the owner came out and started chit-chatting and said, hey, you know, we're going to not do this. You know, things going to keep going, progressing, blah, blah, blah. Jonathan Taylor, you know, should have known that this is not the NBA, that this because of you see different opinions. You know, things is not going to move as quickly. Sometimes things don't move as quickly. Check out Dame, Dame Lillard. You feel me? Things ain't moving so quickly for him, and he requested a trade. But normally, in the NBA, the players run the league. But here, owners run this. So, you know what I mean? It was going back and forth to the point that now that the, the Colts are like, yo, G, uh, owner, what are you doing, boss? Well, how are you doing this to us? This is our best player on the team. Yes, Jonathan Taylor, the running back, is the best player on the team. Honestly, in my opinion, I say pay the guy. He's worth every penny. Let me tell you why he's worth every penny. Since entered the league in 2020, he had 232 attempts. In his rookie year, he got 1,169 yards. He was averaging five yards a pop, which got him 11 touchdowns. And people, was, we was on notice with Jonathan Taylor. It was like, hmm, run that back. Let's see that again. So 2021. He ran that back. This time, the attempts went up. 332 attempts. 1,800 yards rushing. 5.5 yards a pop. And 18 touchdowns. Because, you know what I mean? We got to the point where we actually thought that Jonathan Taylor was going to rush for 2,000 yards this that year. You know what I mean? So, they was like, oh, man, run that back. Running back. Now, he had a down year last year. For the simple fact, you know, the injury bug did bit him towards the end of the season, you feel me? But he had 192 attempts, 861 yards. He was averaging four yards, four and a half yards a pop, and he got four touchdowns. Which is, you know, pretty – he had a down year. You know what I mean? When you're running back, you're doing multi-purpose things. Things – Things that tend to happen, you feel me? You know what I mean? Things it tend to have a down year, but you know what I mean. I felt like that the year before that he had a decent year. You know what I mean? So he's arguably showing you that he was the best run, he was the best player on the team because you got to remember he had the quarterbacks that he had aging, Philip Rivers, declining Carson Wentz, and aging Matt Ryan. Three quarterbacks that was pretty much well, two well, yeah, past that prime, it was done, it was over with. You know, what I mean, Philip Rivers had burnt all his time with the with the Chargers. Carson Wentz at his injury and Philly 
things couldn't get right with him in Philly, got shipped off, things was never right for Carson Wentz. And still things ain't, it's not right for Carson Wentz. You know what I mean? I couldn't even tell you if Carson Wentz is on the, uh, is on anybody's team this year. And if so, man, he kept a low profile. You know what I mean? And then he had Matt Ryan, who burnt all his years up in Atlanta, who wasn't really winning nothing, only had one Super Bowl appearance and a couple of Pro Bowls. But, you know what I mean? That was it. And then now, you know what I mean? It seemed like the Colts was like, you know what? We tired of renting these one-year quarterbacks. We, we got to go into the draft, which I believe they should have did after they got Phillip Rivers. You know what I mean? But they went to the draft. They got that young guy, Richardson, and I feel like he's going to be he's going to turn things around. You know what I mean? And I felt like that his best friend is could have been Jonathan Taylor if things go right with the Indianapolis Colts. You know what I mean? It got to the point that I don't think that it's going to be a successful year for now for Anthony Richardson now. You know what I mean? So I, I just think that that Jonathan Taylor got to get paid. And Indianapolis coach really put themselves in a bond. They put themselves in a bond so much that even the GM of the Indianapolis coach, Chris Bard, came out and it was like, man, I'm just going to sit this here and give you, um, you know, not even a good picture. It's it's everything is not OK. It sucks. It sucks for the fans. It sucks for the coach. It sucks for Jonathan Taylor that we could not get this deal done. You know what I mean? And then. He, he was later court said that um yeah one of the number main reasons that Jonathan Taylor wasn't uh paid because we only won four games last year. Like hold <laughs> up. You said what? Rewind that back again, sir. Hold on, hold on. You said that. Jonathan Taylor would, you know, it's not really getting paid because we won four games last year. Now, don't get me wrong. Yes, I, I'm arguably saying that he was the best player, you know, what I mean, last year, but he also got hit with the injury bug. I would have, I would rather you said that he, you know, he got hit with that injury bug. Things kind of complicated. Then you just said that we only won four games. It's not this Jonathan Taylor fault. That's the whole organization fault. That is also your fault, Mr. GM, that they won four games last year because you did not put a good team enough to win it was you that went out and got these old ass quarterbacks and you thought that you was going to win with those old ass quarterbacks it's not all on Jonathan Taylor yes I understand he got hit with that injury but we is not going to sit here and just place it all on him that's the whole team that's everybody you know what I mean? Not this Jonathan Taylor. So it it, it just kind of bothers me when he when when he said that, man. I was like, wow, you just really gonna say that at the end of the at the end. You and you already know that once you say stuff like that, the way this media is set up, man, they're gonna clip and get the nip and the button and get it straight to the negative point. And I believe that that's the negative point. I I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure that he wasn't just putting it all on Jonathan Taylor, but from the way how we reading it from our eyes, the how we see it, it seems like he was trying to just put it all on that guy. You feel me? So for the simple fact that man, that you you said that, that that that's not a good GM. That's not the way you treat your star player, man. Of course, now he requesting the trade, and then you now you got to sit here and think like Jonathan Taylor is on a, a pup list, the pup list, unable, you know, physical unable to perform, and. 
is automatically missing the first four games automatically. You know what I mean? So once those four games is up, you still got two weeks left, about two, three weeks left before the trade deadline is over with. What do you do then? You know what I mean? Because like I said, I seen that the Green Bay Packers was was in the mix of trying to get John to Taylor. Now I don't know, I don't really understand what Green Bay is thinking because you got two a two-headed monster there already. Is you trying to make a three-headed monster or is you giving up one of those two-headed monsters? You know what I mean? So you got AJ Dillon and and, and um what's my man name? Aaron uh man, dang. I forgot the other guy, the other running back name, but you got two running backs back there, though. So I'm not really understanding what is Green Bay thinking and trying to do to actually try to uh, uh, be in the mix of that. So I'm not understanding that. But if I'm the Buffalo Bills, I'm I'm trying to make that call because I felt like the Buffalo Bills should have made that call when Dalvin Cook was out there and available. I felt like Dalvin Cook was the better chance. And now since that, you know, out in Buffalo, that Vaughn Miller is not going to be available for the first four games, I think you try to get all the explosive power you can get, man, all the power, all the great matchups, because you already see that Stephon Diggs is not happy in Buffalo. So now we got to sit here and try to figure out, is Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen going to be on the right page? Is that chemistry going to – is they going to even trade him? You know what I mean? For the simple fact, remember I said that – Aaron Rodgers was not enough to win that division, but now since Dalvin Cook went there, he got to win the division. So if I'm the Bills, I would most definitely go after Jonathan Taylor, quick, fast, and hurry. And I'm not saying they got bad running backs, but a running back that's already has proven itself, if you got that money, go ahead and spend that. You feel me? But Jonathan Taylor most definitely is a top-tier running back in this game, man. And he's I believe that he's going to get paid somewhere else. I don't, I don't feel like he's going to – um, come back to the Colts, you know what I mean? And I feel like the only way he's going to come back to the Colts is for the simple fact he don't want to keep getting fined and he probably loved the game so much, you know? So I feel like that Jonathan Taylor most definitely um, should hopefully find the best deal for him, you know what I mean? Because I, I feel like the Colts put themselves in, in a hole on this one, man, you know what I mean? So I just really think that, any because like Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey didn't really have like a, a wild package to get him to San Francisco. You know what I mean? We still scratching our heads. The Carolinas like, wow, you made that deal for that? For this guy? One of the t- primary running backs. So I I feel like that John Taylor, while we can while he's pretty much not even hit his prime yet, why he's still young, why he's still fresh, that he should get a nice deal. You know what I mean? I'm, I Like I said, uh, the running backs, man, they, they just they, they just all in the effed up position. Uh, they, they really are, man. And for him to be a top running back and to not get paid, I just don't really understand the NFL sometimes, man. It's like your best players should get paid, right? You know what I mean? Even the NBA, the best players <laughs> – you know I me, mean? the, the the not even the bottom players, they still get paid. They get paid nice. And you be sitting there thinking like, dog, you 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 wasn't even all that nice to get all that money. So it's just crazy how you know the tail uh, the tail flips on you know two different sports, man. Let's see what OG talked about. I mean, really are you surprised? Can't believe anything that comes out the coach organization just because of how they left Baltimore. Most definitely how they left us, man. They left us high and dry, man. So <laughs> after coach, <laughs> but now on the, on the real though, 
You know, I mean, no, I don't respect nothing high from the Colts anymore, man, because they didn't even protect Andrew Luck. You know what I mean? And that was their prized possession. And I feel like if Andrew Luck was still there right now, and then you have a healthy John Detail, man, the Colts would have a scary team. But, man, no, I really don't expect nothing high or nothing more from the Colts. The Colts is just who they are. You know what I mean? So I, I they most definitely won't be nowhere near sniffing winning that division. You know, I already gave y'all my AFC takes last uh, episode. So, <laughs> oh, man, the time is coming. The time is coming. It's time to move on. It's time to talk that NFL talk, man. It's time to give you some more NFL news. Now, now, say here, talk about this NFC prediction, boy. So, let's go ahead and moving on. All right, yo. I'm going to tell you all right now, man. I think the NFC only have two divisions who I feel like has competition. You know what I mean? And, and I feel like uh, maybe two teams, three teams can pot- uh, potentially win this. But the other two divisions, man, it's just like a clear cakewalk. It's just one team, maybe two teams in particular in, each, uh, in those two divisions. So we're going to start off with. I don't know if you can say the weakest division, in my opinion, but we're going to go with the weakest division with the NFC South. You know what I mean? My prediction, man, the NFC South, man, I feel like the Saints are clear-cut winners, man. They got Derek Carr. Um, they 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 most definitely still got uh, Alvin Kamara. They went and got uh, Kareem Hunt. They Michael Thomas supposed to be coming back this year. You know, what I mean, I, I, I normally I wouldn't say the Saints, but I got to ride with the Saints this year for the simple fact um, they got the clear best team, and I feel like they got the stronger team throughout this whole division, man. Um, so most definitely the Saints. I'm not picking the Saints to go to Super Bowl because I did that uh, previous year. And they most definitely after my Super Bowl prediction. So I feel like they will win that division. Coming in number two, Carolina can most definitely win that. Uh coming in number two, man. With the young quarterback that they drafted out of the draft this year. And with Alan Thielen. Um, and with uh 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 dang, I forgot who else they got back there. Um they 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 are. They didn't take a really too far of a step back. I feel like they're going to be more competitive. I feel like they're going with their youth and what they have right now. I feel like that Carolina is the is the not clear cut second favorite team, but I, I they I feel like they can come in number two. Coming in number three, it's going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. I, I'm really not sold on Baker Mayfield being a starter quarterback. Yes, I understand that Mike Evans had what up to what nine. I mean, it was. Six seasons, nine seasons, something like that. Multiple seasons where he's coming in each year with a thousand yards receptions. You feel me? Um, I don't think that streak really gonna come to an end because Baker Mayfield just not only got Mike Evans down there, they got Chris Godwin also. But the thing about it is, uh, the way I seen them in the preseason, man, it looked like it's some 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 things they need to clean up. And I feel like that Baker Mayfield also is the is, is a gunslinger and he can most definitely throw up multiple interceptions. Um, it's most definitely can 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 see Tampa Bay coming in number three, and then number four Atlanta. They don't really had nothing, you know. What I mean, they got that that uh, young running back in Bijan Robinson and Kyle Pitts, but they letting Rittler be their um, quarterback. I think that Tyler Heineke should be their starting quarterback, but either way, that Atlanta is not gonna come out the basement. 
You know what I mean? I just felt like Atlanta is in a totally rebuild stage. Atlanta is most definitely not going to have, um, not going to be nowhere near in competition. You know what I mean? Things might, things could change. They can maybe scare a little bit of somebody, but I kind of doubt it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm taking the Saints, the Panthers, the Bucks, and Atlanta. You know what I mean? Just that. You know, see, look how easy that was. You feel me? It was easy. Another real easy division, in my opinion, who I felt like is going to be a clear-cut favorite, the NFC West. Um, I just think that San Francisco is the clear-cut favorites in this. They are the better team, the stronger team. Um, we most definitely going to keep our eye on Brock Purdy, coming to see is, is that Purdy magic over with. Is he still that Purdy quarterback that we all seen in San Francisco kind of grew to love because San Francisco most definitely got rid of Trey Lance, who went to Dallas. So I'm gonna talk about soon. Um, and they had they they felt like they had no more faith in Trey Lance. They felt like even Sam Donald outdo uh Trey Lance. Uh that's like wow for that backup quarterback. So um it's just a clear cut favorite. They got CMC, Debo Samuel. Um, you know what I mean? And, and, and the list goes on. I feel like that San Francisco 49ers is the clear-cut favorite to win this division. Coming at number two, it's going to be a strong number two, and I don't think nobody else is going to get this. It's the Seattle Seahawks. we got to most definitely keep an eye on Geno Smith, man. Is he going to be that quarterback he was last year? Is he going to show uh, again that Russell Wilson was the problem and not the Seattle's uh, system? You feel me? So you got to keep an eye on that. You know, hopefully they can have their running back coming back off an injury. They can keep a, a healthy run game. And we can we already seen Pete Kerr out there trying to be a quarterback. You feel me? Out there in the uh, practice, slinging the balls with the quarterbacks and stuff like that. So we most definitely got to see um, Seattle. I most definitely believe that Seattle is going to be that strong number two team. Coming in number three is going to be the L.A. Rams. I feel like that. Um, since Cooper Cup is coming, is having a hesitating, we don't know that he's actually going to play week one. You feel me? Cooper Cup is most definitely going to have, uh, I mean, the Los Angeles Rams is most definitely going to have a struggling year. Um, I see that uh, it was supposed to be some tweet from Matt Stafford's wife or something like that, that Matt Stafford and him and the young guys wasn't getting along and blah, 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 you know. But, you know, you're not really going to get along in the beginning when you got new people coming into your um, organization and you're trying to gel, you're trying to get the chemistry. So, you know, that's just sports in general. So I feel like the Rams is 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 pretty much depleting. I feel like that money that they spent to win that Super Bowl is most definitely running dry and running low. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um I just see that the Rams really is not going to have a good year this year. I think that Matthew Stafford is going to be struggling and going to be struggling just like how he was in Detroit. Um, coming to number four, most definitely did last. They are tanking. They are showing that they are tanking. It's the Arizona Cardinals, man. Arizona Cardinals is most, you can just tell the way that they are tanking. I'm not even going to be sure that Calamari is going to sit out the whole year. I wouldn't be surprised. I see reports that it, it, it's a situation or rumor that he might sit out the whole year and the Cardinals may sit him out for a whole year. You know what I mean? They got rid of Colt McCoy, who was clearly cut that best number two quarterback. Um, so I, I really don't see no big ups for the Arizona Cardinals, man. You know what I mean? Even if Kyler Murray was healthy, I still didn't see no big upside in Arizona, man. You see that they got rid of D-Hop. You see Christian Kirk wind up leaving. You, you Everybody is just leaving out of Arizona. Arizona is becoming to 
to the state that they are, the desert state. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I, I just don't really see Arizona being that team this year, man. And, and, and it's it's okay. You know what I mean? Hopefully the Phoenix Suns can be something that um you can look up to. Oh, I like your funny words, Magic Man. All right, let's go with another division that's, you know what I mean, kind of an easy toss-up to who I feel like is going to win, but we got some young teams that's coming. We got some new quarterback, you know what I mean? So the NFC North, I'm sorry, Kurt, <laughs> if you are watching this, my dog, <laughs> bro, I don't have no faith in your Green Bay Packers. I feel like the Detroit Lions is most definitely going to have a chance to win this year. They they're showing they show steady improvement last year. They showed that this team is on the rise, man. And I feel like what Dan Campbell has built in that organization, I feel like the Detroit Lions is built to win um, this season. You feel me? So I, I feel like Detroit is most definitely going to win this div, uh, division, hands down. I don't really believe that any other teams has enough to win this division other than the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions has everything. They got good offensive line. They got a good quarterback in Jared Goff, who they feel like is their quarterback, you know, for the franchise at the moment. Um, they did lose Stromile Swift. I mean, not Stromile, DeAndre Swift. Um, but, you know, I mean, as the way this league is showing that running backs come a dime a dozen. Um they most definitely got a good defensive line on the other side of especially drafting that edge rusher, um, Hitchison. So it, it, it seems like that Detroit has built, you know what I mean, from the draft up, and they, they got every all the good right pieces for them. So we most I, I feel like Detroit, this is the year that they will win this division and most definitely get into the playoffs. Coming to number two, I think it's the Minnesota Vikings, man. I really was struggling with this number two, but I feel like, you know, you got to give Kirk Cousins due. Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins, you know what I mean? And he's he always does good in the regular season, you know what I mean? But with the Minnesota Vikings losing Dalvin Cook and Allen Thielen, it's like uh, now Jake Jettles is going to have to do everything. You know what I mean? Now, they did get a new wide receiver in the draft also who's pretty much is looking to help in the draft. I mean, help the Vikings out in that wide receiver uh, depth. But I feel like that the Minnesota Vikings is – they. You can't trust them. You can't trust Kirk Cousins. Let's just put it out there. You feel me? Kirk Cousins is not that guy. Kirk Cousins is not the team. I mean, uh, it's the quarterback that's most definitely going to get you over the hump, man. I tried to fight for Kirk Cousins last year because, you know what I mean, of, of the weapons that he had. But he had those weapons and he blew it. So even though they have a better team than what the Chicago Bears and the, and the Green Bay Packers have, they most definitely going to come in at number two. And Detroit is don't have no worries. You know what I mean? Unless Detroit just have a total reverse. You know what I mean? Chicago Bears coming in number three. I like the I like to see the improvement in Justin Fields. They did go out there and get DJ Moore to come out there and help him. And they did also uh went into the free agency also and uh build a little bit around on offense and defense. So I felt like the Bears didn't fully go into a tank and a rebuild stage. But I just don't feel like they got a team that's strong enough that's uh, going to compete with Minnesota or Detroit. Now, they could be a team that can be very scary when it comes to that division, you know, I mean, close games. But we got to see can Detroit, I mean, can Chicago really close out these close games? You know what I mean? If they can close out close games, close games this year, boy, 
things can be very, very scary for the Chicago Bears. And then coming to number four, as I said, that Green Bay Packers, man. Losing Aaron Rodgers is most definitely going to take a step back. They took a step back last year coming in number two, losing to the Minnesota Vikings when they lost Devontae Adams. So for the simple fact that you losing Aaron Rodgers, who's the baddest quarterback during the regular season, I know you have no chance, no worries at all for the Green Bay Packers. Like I said, bro, I'm so sorry that your Packers is actually going to have to go through this. It's going to be a long season. You ain't even want to bet me this year. That's how I know you didn't. You don't really got faith in your team this year. Um, but we most definitely got to keep our eye on Jordan Love. Can Jordan Love be that that quarterback after Aaron Rodgers? You know what I mean? Because the Green Bay Packers has been fortunate enough after Brett Favre to have Aaron Rodgers. So we most definitely going to sit back and see can Jordan Love become that next franchise quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. But for right – like, because he showed potential last year, most definitely in that Kansas City game when Aaron Rodgers didn't play. You know what I mean? He, he, he Was it last year or the year before? One, I think it was – one of them years, you know what I mean? He, he showed potential. He showed that he can go out here and, and, and perform. But, you know what I mean, he did throw an interception that caused the Green Bay Packers to lose to the Kansas City Chiefs. So, you know what I mean, we, we just I just got to see the growth and the potential from Jordan Love. If Jordan Love can kind of left off with Aaron Rodgers, was that, which I don't really see, things can happen. Things can go right for him. All right. Last but not least. <laughs> and I hope that this particular ladies, my favorite ladies, is here. You wanted me to sit here and talk about your NFC East and your Dallas Cowboys. It is here. It is now. I'm about to give my take on this Dallas Cowboys and the NFC East and who I feel like will win the NFC East this year is... The Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> I think that the Eagles will be the back-to-back champs of this division, man. Now, they went out and retooled. And it's arguably right now they said Pete was out here saying that Jalen Hurts is the second-best quarterback in this league right now. You know what I mean? So I most definitely got to keep my eye on that. And I feel like what the Philadelphia Eagles did, man, they went to that draft, the free agency, and went dumb. They made sure they rebuilt and retooled. You feel me? And I, I feel like they, they, they got enough pieces to actually run this division back, man. Um, I can see A.J. Brown having another big year. Devontae Smith having a big year. Uh, like I said, they got DeAndre Swift coming over there. Um, they most definitely went to the draft and, and, and got some of them Georgia, pe- Georgia Bulldog college people. Woo! It, it's it's, it's going to be like a Philadelphia, Georgia, Bulldog, Eagles. <laughs> All in one. You know what I mean? So I feel like that the Eagles have depth. They have um, every position um, checked off. I feel like they are a complete team. I'm not going to simply say that they are the favorites of winning the whole NFC. But I most definitely feel like they most definitely going to win this division. You know what I mean? And I think this division is going to be very, very competitive. Um, we, we, I, I feel like it's an, it's enough that maybe it possibly again, that this division can send three teams to the playoffs, you know what I mean? So, but coming in number two is the Dallas Cowboys. Now, the only reason why I feel like, I, uh, uh, Dallas Cowboys is not going to win the division is for the simple fact that we got to keep our eye on Dak Prescott. 
You know what I mean? And like I said, I, I'm I'm rooting for Shorty. I'm not a hater, not a Dirt Prescott uh, hater, anything in that nature. But real recognize real that Dirt Dak Prescott man did not do all that well last year. At times his decision making is is was was terrible. I felt like that he didn't progress. I felt like that his injury was still holding him back. You know what I mean? And it it, it was just a lot for Dak Prescott. You know what I mean? And you know as always, Jerry. Always put the Cowboys in the in the direct spotlight. You know what I mean? So um it's it's just gotta see how if Dak Prescott can improve this year, man. You know what I mean? If he can just take that that next leap. Because like I said, I, I feel like the, the Cowboys has a team to really go compete and go deep into the playoffs. You know what I mean? Especially now that you got Stephon Diggs, I mean uh Stephon Gilmore on the other side of Diggs. Woo! That's 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 going. What's what side of the ball? What side of the field you gonna throw to? You know what I mean? Now the simple fact that I feel like that you know they they still haven't got that right wide receiver after they let Amari uh, Cooper go. You know what I mean? They went and got Brandon Cooks. Don't get me wrong, Brandon Cooks is a burner. He's a speeder. He can he can open up the field, but he's not a big threat that you feel like you got to always keep an eye on. Now don't get me wrong. Like I said, he's gonna make some plays for Dallas. He's going to open up the field for Dallas. But at times, can we sing and say we're confident in Dak Prescott actually making those big throws now? You know, um, coming in number three will be the New York Giants. I feel like the Giants has come, uh, can can kind of pick up where they left off. I feel like they got good defense. Um, I'm not really sold on Daniel Jones as being the franchise quarterback there, but they feel like Daniel Jones is the quarterback of the future for them. They, they gave him that five-year deal. Um, they felt they, they they chose his deal over Saquon's deal. You know what I mean? And and that most definitely show you that the, the value of running backs are really uh, very low. You know what I mean? Because Saquon Barkley, other than his injuries, he's been the top top 10 running back. You know what I mean? He's been productive. You know what I mean? He's one of the running backs that once he's he, – he's almost a home run hit every time he gets the ball. He gets that in the open field. You know, what I mean, it was just injury slowing him down, but I got to see the improvement for Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones. You feel me? If he can most definitely improve, I mean, show that he improved from last year and and, and keep on and have everything right, then you know, what I mean, the Giants. That's why I said that the Giants or this division can have three teams going to the playoffs this year. You know, what I mean, just those three teams alone can be very scary. You know what I mean? But coming to number four will be the Washington Commanders. And the reason why I chose the Commanders coming to number four is number one is their quarterback play. You know, we 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 have we don't know about Sam Howell yet. Is he that guy? Can he be that guy? Remember, they did get they did have Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins was more arguably outperformed uh RG3. But since then, you know, their quarterback's curse has just been up and down, up and down, up and down. You know what I mean? They thought that uh, uh, Carson Wentz was going to be their savior also. Wasn't wasn't in the plans. Um, how this year are Ron Riviera going to be? Coach Ron, is he is, is he going to be able to understand that this game can get you to the playoffs? <laughs> you know what I mean? Can he be able to uh, adjust to what Art B. Enemy is going to be uh, calling plays and all this good stuff, running that offense? And we most definitely want to see – how Art Bieniemy is going to run his offense. Now I feel like they 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 got weapons, especially Scary Terry, who I feel like is a top wide receiver this year. 
You know what I mean? Now he got a little bit of injury, but I don't I don't feel like it's gonna hold him down for the whole year. But you know what I mean? They got uh scary Terry, they do got uh, a good running back in Gibson, they got uh, another running back in um I mean another wide receiver and uh uh oh man, I can't think of his name. It just slipped my mind. Um they most definitely have a good defensive line. That defensive line is stout. So I, I feel like the commanders have good pieces. That, they can kind of be scary. But the thing of it is, we got to see how Sam Howell is. We got to see how Art enemy calls this team, this call this offense this year. You know what I mean? So the commanders most definitely going to be coming in the basement. So, you know, but, but things can change. You know, like I said, this division can send about three uh, people to the playoffs, depending on how the rest of the NFC is going to be. So there you have it. Sorry, Dallas Cowboys fans. I don't have y'all winning y'all division this year, but you know, you know, it's just me. I'm Dev. You know, what I mean, those those things. My predictions doesn't mean this is really going to happen. That's not the actual script. <laughs> you know, what I mean, so I most definitely got the Eagles winning that. Cowboys coming number two. Giants number three. Commanders number four. You feel me? So there you have it. I just gave you my predictions of the NFC. Saints going to win the NFC South. The 49ers going to win the NFC West. The uh, Lions will win the NFC North. And the Philadelphia Eagles will win the NFC East. There you have it. It's off my brain. Whew. Can't wait, man. So glad football season is here, man. I just can't wait football season. I think this is going to be a great season. You know what I mean? Not just particularly for the Ravens. You know what I mean? But I think it's going to be a great season all around. I think that we're going to be seeing some. It's going to. It's going to we're going to have some surprises as always. There's going to be some teams. It's, it's going to be a Cinderella team. You know what I mean? It's, it's going to be a Cinderella period. Which whose guys going to be that up and coming star that we're looking out for now? You know what I mean? Who's going to win MVP this year? Who's going to be most improved? Who's going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year? You know what I mean? So, a lot of things. It's about to transpire, transpire. Things about to come out. And I cannot wait, boys. Sundays, we'll be sitting back, chilling, watching games, particularly the Ravens game first, but watching games all Sunday. You know what I mean? Y'all already know once Sunday come, phone on do not disturb. Can't get to me. Better hope it's a dying emergency. <laughs> and while football season is coming along, as I before I wrap this show up, man, um, I would like to keep telling people and keep putting it out there that MTMO prediction season is most definitely going, it's popping, it's jumping off. You know what I mean? Shout out to everybody that so far that's joined uh joined the um season already. You know what I mean? Get ready to put the rules out. Get ready to tell people, you know what I mean, get the games out and everything. So if you would like to join, y'all, all you got to do is hit me in my Instagram DM and say that you want to join, yo. It is free to enter. You know what I mean? So what are you waiting for? And a winner will most definitely win an MTMO Sports Podcast hat and shirt. You know what I mean? So if you want to get down with the exclusive gear, yo, the exclusive um, uh, uh, season, Prediction season, come on, join in. Like I said, it's free. You know what I mean? We're going to put you in this group chat, man. People already start talking trash already. <laughs> you know, because like I said, it's going to be a dope season. It's going to be nothing but, you know, filled with excitement. You know what I mean? Picks. Who's going to be champion this year? 
You know what I mean? Third year. Who's is I going to have a repeating champ? Is my wife going? My wife won it last year. Is she going? She defended her crown. Is she going to be the champ? Or can my man Mike win it? He was our first predictions champion. You know what I mean? So, or who can be the underdog this year? Can it be my girl Lee from Locked In Sports? You know, can it be Funk? You never know. But please, yo, I'll try to tell you, it's going to be a dope season, yo. Please join in. Like I said, it's free to join. It's going to be a dope atmosphere. Dope atmosphere. You, you already know how I get down. You feel me? Just come on about it, yo. And while I'm on about the clothing and apparel, yo, if you were like, you know what I mean? If you don't want to participate in the uh, prediction season, don't want to win the free hat, T-shirt, you still want to support your guy. Yo, please go ahead and go to our clothing pearl, man. All you got to do is go to my um link tree or go to my bios or any of my social media. Click on the grid network, yo. And I, and go ahead and shop, yo. We got hats, shirts, t uh, sweatshirts, hoodies, phone cases. You know what I mean? Go out, you know what I mean? It, 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 I guarantee you, yo, it, it's dope quality. You know what I mean? Y'all already know, yo, the quality is dope. You know what I mean? Y'all, y'all, y'all see it. You know what I mean? So just make sure that y'all come out and, and and support us, yo. Cause like I said, it's a growing network. The network is getting stronger. It's getting recognized. We is on the rise. You feel me? So that'd be different. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, yo, if you are tired of your same old sports stuff, you want a different atmosphere. You want a different voice. You know what I mean? Into the grid. You know what I mean? I guarantee you it's going to be something that you enjoy and love. You feel me? Because, like I said, we got dope content shows, dope podcasts. It's nothing but dope. It's not just me. You know what I mean? We got Carving It Up with Bryson. We got All Even Podcast. We got Commanders on Demand. We got The Form. And if you enter MMA, we got the Outside the Cage. You know what I mean? And if you are a Ravens fan, just like I am, at the bank, a Baltimore Ravens podcast, yo, all of those is at the grid, yo, and I guarantee he's going to give you different voices and different opinions. So dare to be different. You know what I mean? So check check all those platforms out, all those uh content creators out. I guarantee you, you would not be disappointed. You feel me? So as always, man, I appreciate everybody that comment, that joined. Please, if you uh not already, please like, share, subscribe. You feel me? Put me out there. You know what I mean? Like I said, I will always give you the great content. You know what I mean? The dope content as always, you feel me? And as always, yo, check me out. Oh, you know what? Before I let y'all go, man. Before I let y'all go. Um, got a got a got a little bit of announcement. You know what I mean? I would like to appreciate everybody that helped out in my um donations to give back to the less fortunate and the um Baltimore service, man. The service was dope. It helped out a lot of families, a lot of people, and it's still continued to uh going to continue to grow. It's going to grow to the point that walk a mile in our shoes wants to partner up with your boy to come to Baltimore and have me be the regional coordinator. Yo. So there y'all have it. Y'all have the first exclusive news, man. Pretty soon I'm setting up an interview again with uh, Mr. Eugene Campbell, yo. He's going to come back on here before he goes back over to his country and, and, and get his uh, basketball on, you feel me? So, 
like I said, dope things are coming. Dope things are coming. And make sure this Sunday, y'all check out uh, at the Bank Baltimore Ravens podcast show. It will air at 10 a.m. Sunday morning. Please. It's going to be a dope episode as I sit here, break down the 53-man roster and what the season is going to entail for us with this with this team. You feel me? So let's make sure y'all check that out, yo. And I appreciate y'all now, as always, yo. Yo, check me out, yo. I holler at y'all. I'm mad.